Hey guys, welcome back to the Oxcord Chronicles. This week we'll be talking about music from Manchester in the late 1980s to early 1990s, specifically the Manchester movement. And we have a special guest, Quinn, this week. Hey everyone, my name's Quinn and I'm a second year at UCLA and I've also been an intern this past spring quarter in UCLA Radio. Yeah, so this week we'll be talking about Manchester. It's a pretty um, specific movement and it's a musical and cultural scene that developed in Manchester in England and the UK in the late 1980s and saw artists merging indie music with elements of acid house, rave music, psychedelic rock, 1960 pops, and other influences. So to start, we're going to talk about maybe one of the most influential bands in the genre being the Stone Roses and their hit song She Bangs the Drums from 1989. So the Stone Roses self-titled debut album was released in 1989, and it was immediately a huge success. It was the first major release that could be coined Madchester, and um, it produced the song She Bangs the Drums, which was a huge hit um, in the UK, as well as on college rock and alternative radio in the US. So this is She Bangs the Drums by the Stone Roses. Enjoy. Yeah. 
So another big group early on in the Manchester movement is the group Electronic, which is actually a super group of previously successful bands. You might have heard of them, The Smiths and New Order, or previously Joy Division. And The Smiths guitarist Johnny Marr and the New Order singer and guitarist Bernard Summer were the people who made up the band. And the song that we're going to play, Getting Away With It, features the Pet Shop Boys singer Neil Tennant. And this band was early on in the Manchester movement and used a lot of Acid House influences and was actually signed to Factory Records, a huge indie label at the time that was a key label in the rise of Manchester movement. And it helped organize shows and other things like that that helped uh, increase popularity for the genre. So yeah, this is Getting Away With It by Electronic. It's clear to see I love you more than you love 
so that was getting away with it by electronic all right now we're gonna listen to the song ben by the charlatans off their 1990 debut album some friendly another huge release that would uh begin to popularize the Manchester movement uh the song was also huge on college rock and alternative radio and was also a big hit in the uk and uh the charlatans were also one of many bands in manchester that would play at the la hacienda which was a nightclub owned by Factory Records and the band New Order, and the club would become super influential in growing the genre over time. So this is Then by the Charlatans.
So a key distinctive element of the Manchester scene was the use of retro inspirations like organs and similar keyboards. And this tied the dance pop sound back to the 60s psychedelic rock movement from influences including artists like The Doors or even post-punk acts like The Stranglers. No band better exemplified this like amalgamation of different genres than the Inspiral Carpets, which was actually inspired by a local clothing store. And we're going to play their hit song Caravan. So enjoy.
Happy Mondays was another huge band from Manchester. That was uh, that was one of the major bands within the Manchester movement. Uh, we're gonna listen to their song Kinky Afro, um, but this, they have another song called Hallelujah, which actually coined the term Madchester, and it was originally suggested by their video directors, the Bailey Brothers, as a potential T-shirt slogan. But it grew into something more. Happy Mondays was also another band that signed to Factory Records, the huge record label that signed many of these bands. So enjoy Kinky Afro by Happy Mondays.
So while the Stone Roses, the Charlatans, the Happy Mondays, and the Inspiral Carpets were all from Manchester, this next band, The Farm, was from Liverpool, England, but distinctly matched the sound of Manchester. This led to the term baggy being used to describe the overall sound of the movement. The name comes from the fashion of those involved, as many wore baggy pants and football jerseys. With so many of the fans of the genre being football hooligans, it was sometimes said that the only place where rival football team fans could exist in harmony was at these raves. <laughs> So here's Groovy Train by The Farm. Cool. Enjoy.
the next band we'll be talking about, Primal Scream, is another band that was part of the Manchester movement, but wasn't actually from Manchester. This band was from Scotland, actually. And this is one of my favorite bands, actually. It's signed to the shoegaze label, Creation Records, but this isn't really a shoegaze band. It's more of a just straightforward alternative rock band. And they completely changed their sound with their 1991 album, Screamadelica, after being inspired by the Acid House movement and just being disillusioned with rock music. So here's their song Higher Than the Sun from their hit album and one of my favorite albums, Screamadelica by Primal Screen. Just for today, it's okay, but tomorrow 
The Laws were another British band that gained a lot of attention during the late 80s and early 90s. They were mostly known as a jingle pop band, but their sound is still derived from the same key influences that made Manchester, especially 1960s pop. The song is sometimes deemed the foundation of Britpop, the genre that would dominate British rock following the end of Manchester, as bands like Oasis and Blur began to attract everyone's attention. So here's There She Goes by The Laws. Enjoy. Manchester started to gain popularity, the genre and movement started to disseminate and go into, started to bleed into other categories and other genres like a big genre at the time, shoegaze. And the band Ride is a great example of this. So Ride was a predominantly shoegaze band, but it was heavily influenced by the Manchester movement. And their song Vapor Trail is a great example of this. It uses like the psychedelic rock guitars that we've been hearing from like the 1960s influence, but it also uses like the reverb and the jangly nature of shoegaze. And I think this song is a great example of how genres are very blurry and just because something is in one genre, that doesn't mean it's not in another genre. So this is Vapor Trail by Ride. Enjoy. Fast you look so strong 
So while many of the songs that we've played so far have been huge hits in the UK or were highly influential to the development of the genre, few of these songs crossed over to the US, with these songs only really charting on the alternative charts or the dance charts at most. However, there was one song from the movement that reached number one in the US, and it was the only song from the movement to reach number one. It was a number one hit for one week in July of 1991, and it was also the sixth biggest song of 1991 in the US. You might know the song, it's called Unbelievable by EMF. Unbelievable. 
Before we keep going, there's another big crossover hit that peaked at number two in the US in the same summer that Unbelievable by EMF peaked at number one in the summer of 1991. And that song is Right Here, Right Now by Jesus Jones. So enjoy. So up next is a band you probably had on your phone when you updated to iOS 8 or one of those numbers, and you probably didn't want it, but maybe you listened to it one or two times, and that band is U2. So U2 completely changed their sound on their 1992 album Octung Baby, trying all sorts of new genres, and their song Mysterious Ways has a guitar riff that was heavily inspired by Madchester music. It was a top 10 hit in the US and was a big hit around the world as well. So here's Mysterious Ways by U2. Mm-hmm. 
So you can't really talk about the Manchester movement without talking about heavy drug use. And Manchester was characterized by the use of MDMA in their clubs. And it was, it was pretty controversial, but it was very essential for the genre. Yeah, so ecstasy and MDMA came into prominence in the UK as the acid house genre began in the summer of 1988, which was sometimes called the second summer of love due to the heavy psychedelic drug use. And so this next song, Ebenezer Good by The Shaman, um, is called Ebenezer Good because it masks the phrase ease are good within the name, with the ease referring to ecstasy. And the song was actually banned by the BBC for this hidden drug reference. So this is Ebenezer Good by The Shaman. Enjoy. A great philosopher once wrote, Naughty, very Ebenezer good His friends call him Ezer And he is the main geezer And he vibe up the place Like no other man could He's refined He's sublime He makes you feel fine And very much maligned And misunderstood But if you know Ezer He's a real crowd pleaser He's ever so good He's Ebenezer good You see that he's mischievous Mysterious and devious When he circulates Amongst the people in the place Once you know he's fun And something of a genius He gives a grin That goes around Face to face to face Backwards and then forwards Forwards and then backwards Ezer is a geezer He loves to muscle in That's about the time The crowd will shout The name of Ezer As he's crotched in the corner Laughing by the bass bin
So, continuing with the themes of drug use in Manchester, the song Shall We Take a Trip by Northside was also banned by the BBC for its many references to drug use, this time about LSD. And even though it was banned by the BBC and there's no airplay for it, it eventually broke into the top 50 on the UK singles chart. So this goes to show that these songs, even though they're trying to be blacklisted, they still became hits to show the staying power of Manchester. So this is Shall We Take a Trip by Northside. Enjoy.
This next song is from the 1993 New Order album Republic. The song is called Regret, which is a fitting name as this was the last New Order album for five years, with the band briefly splitting up, partly in due to the stress of operating the La Hacienda. While the Manchester movement was a huge cultural success, it was not financially. The La Hacienda put Factory Records three million pounds into debt, and in 1992, Factory Records went bankrupt. So here's Regret by New Order. <laughs>
So with the ending of La Hacienda and the bankruptcy of Factory Records, Manchester kind of fell off and was replaced with Britpop and other bigger musical trends. But up until this day, Manchester has influences in many hit songs and bands, not even from the UK. So one band that has pretty obvious influences of the Manchester movement is a 1975, an English rock band that is pretty successful up until this day. And this is their song, the Me and You Together song. So that marks the end of today's episode. I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot more niche than I normally do, which is cool. So I could go into depth for 
a very specific movement. And it was really cool to have someone knowledgeable about the movement. So thank you so much, Quinn, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah, so if you're ever interested in being a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to me at Oxcord Chronicles on Instagram. So enjoy. Thanks.